seem to play. Welcome back. Hour number three. Patterson Tax Service. They're doing your taxes, doing them now. But they it, Hopefully, you took advantage of some tax planning, tax analysis, tax evaluation. Hopefully, they form your LLC in the right way. Hopefully, you get your payroll done by these folks. And so, when you go in, you're taking advantage of, of that, and you're maximizing your your uh, your tax return and you're minimizing whatever you owe or maximizing your refund through all that uh the the we are one month away now from the corporate tax deadline that's what we'll go over and we'll get our uh sep ira contributions and what all that looks like we'll do it every year with the patterson's tax service p-a-t-t-x.com getting our taxes done here in a couple of weeks the great friends at the patterson tax service to our Guest lines from uga.rivals.com. Our friend Dane Young joins us. Good morning, Dane. How are you doing this morning? Happy Valentine's Day, Mickey. I have a trio of retreads for you if you'd like to start there. All right. This is a segment. Let me let me introduce this. So last week you came up with uh, SEC retreads. Where are they now? And I think it went 0 for 2 last week. And this week, um, names that we will know, but we don't know where they are. I don't think we're going to know where they are. Let's see if I can actually scratch and get me one out of three this week. Well, I'm going to give you – you can get a former Miami head coach, a former Mississippi State head coach, or – and this is just me pandering to the crowd here – a former Clemson defensive coordinator. Oh, let's go former Clemson defensive coordinator. Vic Koning, where is he? Vic Koning, post Clemson, went to uh, he was at North Carolina for a little bit. Maybe he was at Troy before all that. He was at like South Alabama or something. Vic Koning, I have no idea for what it's worth. I'm going to cheat in Google so I can see if you're right. I have a very funny Vic Koning story uh, for you in a second too. Um, I let me go with. He is a um, he's a full time assistant at at Troy. You are not far off, my friend. He is the outside linebackers coach at Louisiana Monroe. There you go. Hey, that's that's a good guess, Mickey. All right, here's my big coning story. Uh, he didn't like me, and he uh, got his feelings hurt by some things I said about his defense on the air that were facts, by the way. I, I don't you know. I didn't have anything against him. Uh, but I was told by people in the football office over that time, I said, man, Coney is on a war path. Like he's just, he's just ripping you up and down the hallways over here. I was like, that's fine. I tell him to call me. He never called me. And we're playing this celebrity uh, – or this – not celebrity. We're playing in this, in this uh, benefit charity golf tournament. And I see him in the parking lot. And I want to go, you know, hey, what's your beef? What's your – clear the air about this? And, and so I walk up to him, and I'm like, how you doing? He goes, good. He's walking right towards me. I'm like, good. And I think, all right, we're going we're gonna to have it out right here. We're going to see what the beef is. And he goes, hey, I, I got something uh, to ask you. I went, all right, here we go. He goes, you had some back issues. Like, what were your issues, and did you fix those or whatever? I was like, that's it? He goes, yeah. I was like, nah, my back's fine now. So he didn't take the opportunity. So mm. he, didn't, he didn't want that smoke is what you're saying. Of course <laughs> not. No one does. No one does. Can we do the other two, or you want to save those? Because I, I like this. Oh, game. we can do them. All right, let's hear it. You have a, a Miami head coach and a Mississippi State head coach. Let's go, Mississippi State head coach. <clears throat> Joe Moorhead, where is he? <clears throat> I would know this because he's a marketable guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Highly thought of, obviously, Penn State. 
Oregon, maybe. Yeah. Faction, feel free to check in here. I want to say he's, he is um, like offensive coordinator at like Cincinnati. He is a head coach right now. No. What? Joe Warhead. Where is he? Akron. Boy, you talk about falling from grace. He was a disaster at Mississippi State, wasn't he? He was. It just wasn't a fit after. What Who they thought had going though? See, there. I did. I did this with Butch Jones. Like when Butch Jones came, he's always spent his time up in the Midwest, and he had the crew cut, and he didn't talk like this. Like who felt like that? That that culturally, that would be some sort of fit. So who thought that Joe Moorhead, a guy that was a northeastern New England guy, would fit in Starkville, Mississippi? Like who thought that was a good idea? Well, and it's also just what Mississippi State's identity is within the context of both the state of Mississippi, but also the SEC. Like, you need someone that's a little bit strange and weird and and tries different things there. I think it's why Mike Leach ended up at places like Mississippi State, Texas Tech, Washington State. And, you know, Dan Mullen, you hear some sound bites from him now that he's in media. He's a little quirky, so I think that's one reason that worked out there. You need someone that, that brings that strange energy to Mississippi State to kind of stand out. You cannot go there and just be buttoned-up professional guy. So, yeah, and, and and you can be a cowbell guy. You can be the – yeah, the quirky guy kind of sells there a little bit because you know they, they know their role. Like, they're not going to be able to out-bama-bama, Bama, so they got to go do it another way is a guess. And then we had a Miami head coach. Yeah, I, th- I think this one may be a bit easier, but Randy Shannon. Where's Randy Shannon? I was hoping to go Al Golden, who's at Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I started to go there, but I thought that was too easy. I'm going to go Randy Shannon is at Central Florida. I, you are not you're, – you're getting your proximity well today, Mickey. He is the co-defensive coordinator at Florida State. At Florida State now. How about that? Randy Shannon had the right idea at Miami – when he was a defensive coordinator there, not the head coach or anything, but as a defensive coordinator, they ran a 4-3. <clears throat> they ran very simple uh, coverages, and they never blitzed. And the reason it worked was because his guys ran to the football, and Randy Shannon did what a lot of coaches don't do. He made it very, very simple, and he just let his superior athletes go make plays. The hard part, though, is when you don't have superior athletes – and then you got to come up, you got to scheme a little bit, and he never could really scheme. Um, I want to throw yeah, things throw things back real quick for both the Dane and Mickey because of a text we got. Do you guys want to guess Jim Moorhead's record at Akron through twenty four games? I'm going to go well, four and twenty. The yeah, and Mickey just hit it on, the, on the nose. He's four and twenty what in twenty four games. What a wow! Guess. But he but he fits at Akron because he's he's from he played it. Fordham and he's from Pittsburgh and he coached at Georgetown and he coached at Akron as an assistant coach and he coached at Connecticut and so what let me ask you this you know that that um is it is it uh Sesame Street that which one of these is not like the other yeah here's his his playing and coaching days and you tell me which one of these is not like the other Fordham Pittsburgh Georgetown Akron UConn Fordham Penn State Mississippi State, Oregon, Akron. Yeah. It just doesn't – the Mississippi State thing was – can you imagine the culture shock from Joe Moorhead's family and 
what that looked like for him and his wife Jennifer and their three kids Kyra, Mason, and Donovan. I'm looked up this up now. What what it looked like for their family when they first stepped foot in Starkville, Mississippi. He has to be one of the candidates that goes head coach to offensive coordinator at a decent sized school in the next year or two, right? I mean, not necessarily the Chip Kelly. You know that that's a UCLA is a big job, uh, but that seems like it's getting more popular. Of and maybe I'd rather just be a, a coordinator with the better players at these other places than be a head coach toiling away at somewhere a little smaller. Do you account that, or do you, do you assign blame for that, or the reasoning for that? Not blame, maybe in that the the hot seat part of the head coaching job, or do you assign that in the NIL and having to meet with these kids and and fundraise and because I got to imagine, like if you're the head coach at Akron, like you've got to make phone calls for NIL purposes to try to get money from boosters. Where if you're the offensive coordinator at at uh, Minnesota, you're not making those phone calls. Which one of those do you do you put more weight into? Well, I think it's the other factor that some of these coordinator jobs pay more than head coaches' yeah. jobs elsewhere. And in Chip Kelly's case, it's not like he needs some money. You look at his trajectory where he's been and all the, the cash that he's made from coaching. At some point, he got into this because he loved coaching football. And when yeah. you're a head coach, you're as much of a CEO doing the administrative things, and you hope you get to coach a little bit of football along the way. And so for his case, I think he says, yeah, I'm kind of tired of, of not having the best players at UCLA. I'll still get paid a lot of money. I don't need a lot of money still. Um, and so my career is probably going to be better off for this. If he does a good job, he'll be a head coach at you know, someone that's on the Ohio State level, or maybe the NFL comes calling again. So I, I think it's the upward mobility just looks slightly different. The other piece of it, and I talked about this with you last week, it's, it's why Mike Bobo at Georgia made sense, because – it's a little bit better lifestyle than if you're the head coach at Colorado State. Yeah. The the Hefley the Hefley thing from Boston College though, the comments, the quotes that came out of that, I think that's going to happen more and more. And maybe I'm assigning blame because I I'm so anti portal nil and what it's done to college football. But if you think about it, like I know head coaches in in, in sports across a lot of different sports, a lot of different levels, and these head coaches are having to call boosters, go fly to boosters. I mean, Eric Backage, Clemson's baseball coach, his goal is to get everybody on, on the full scholarship level by through NIL so that the companies uh, – the parents were paid over a million dollars a couple of years ago in tuition mm-hmm. because of 11.7 rule. So, anyway, his, his attitude is he's told the, the folks in their fundraising, hey, get me in front of anybody. I'll fly anywhere, anywhere in the country to meet with any booster, you know, for significant deal to get this kind of things done. And, and you understand that's baseball, but – Halfley was having to do it. Boston College football, they're having to to make those phone calls. And UCLA, I mean, I'm sure Chip Kelly's a guy that, you know, I'm not sure how comfortable he would be in that in that setting of, hey, I need your help. You know, I've got to have I gotta have help. I've got a, a friend of mine that, that's a coach now, and he's putting together a golf trip to Ireland or, or Scotland or whatever to take about 10 boosters over to, and, and the sales pitch from those boosters is going to be, I need, I need you to come in. I'm going to take you over here and we'll do this, but I need your NIL help money. So You got to weasel your way into that. That sounds fun. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Uh, I don't have the funds to give them that, so I'm not even on the invitee <laughs> list. So uh, Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a exclusive money club. You know, when you think about it, based on what we've seen with coach decisions right now, Boston College being able to get Bill O'Brien goes Jeez. against what we're seeing. Hundred percent. That goes to show you he loved Boston, or and we talked about one man's trash, another man's treasure. Halfley didn't want the job, 
and O'Brien coveted the job. Yeah. And it's, that's crazy. I know that's a, that's a geographical thing to him. But that's crazy that, that he is now back in his trajectory. You think about the jobs he's had. Like, he's he has been the head coach at Penn State. He's been the head coach of the Houston Texans. And now, you know, his, his I mean, the forks in his road, that's a, a very interesting deal. In uh, his road and in his chin with that. Uh, uh, touche, touche. And those little little tiny hairs on top of his head now. Um, yeah. All right, George, I want, I want to get into the, a win total for Georgia. FanDuel came out yesterday with their over-unders, and Georgia's at 10.5. And, and in most years, I, I say that Georgia's the easiest. We do a thing called win game here, and that's where we, we only say win or loss, and we can change it um, from day to day. It's a we do it on a whim. And, and, and oh, by the way, when Auburn plays Georgia, we can predict a win for Auburn and a win for Georgia if we do those teams back-to-back. It's, not, it's an inexact science. But we're doing it for years now. But forever, the win game for Georgia was easy. It was win, 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 win. This year, though, at Bama, at Texas, at Ole Miss, um, that this feels like that there's actual some conversation around Georgia win game. Is that fair? Oh, it's some of it's because Georgia has a harder schedule than it's had in a while. Yeah. And I think some of it is, I mean, even and look how Georgia's been doing with the transfer portal. They've had to really retool and find accessories on offensive skill positions, running back, tight end, and at receiver, the latest being Ben Urosic from Stanford to be one of the tight ends and potential pass-catching targets. So, yeah, I, I can mainly I think it's the schedule, but then also some of what Georgia lost. But I do think when it comes down to it, Georgia's going to be favored and likely all of these games. You know, injuries could change these things, but – I think Georgia's roster going into the season, you're saying Georgia and Ohio State probably have the two most talented rosters in college football. So you think favorite in Tuscaloosa, favorite in Austin, and favorite in, in uh, Oxford? Tuscaloosa point? for sure, based on the attrition that's happened with that coaching change. Yeah. Oxford, I'm going to say yes, only because I just I, I got to see. Maybe I, I could change my mind if you get me two weeks out and Ole Miss has just looked fantastic. But usually I just don't see teams gelling quite as well when they're so portal-driven in their composition. The one at Texas I think is Georgia's hardest game. And there's I can definitely see a world because Quinn Ewers is, is one of the all-world quarterbacks in college football. I think Carson Beck's in that territory right now too. That's probably the matchup you look at and you say if, if Georgia's more likely to be an underdog, he'd be out. This is uh, it's a conversation, and it's one we haven't had in quite some time. There'll be maybe double-digit favorites against Clemson in the opener. And then, you know, at Kentucky, I don't think that's in play. Auburn at home, I don't think that's in play. Uh, World's Largest Outdoor Cocktail Party, I don't think that's in play. Stan- I mean, Tennessee and Stanford. But the point of all that is is that uh, – and you get Georgia Tech at home this year. But, but the point of all that is that, that – I don't know a cumulative effect of that. I mean, could a road games at Bama, Texas, and Ole Miss mean that there might be a cumulative effect of Kentucky or Auburn or Tennessee maybe? I mean, totally can't happen. Kentucky historically during the Kirby era is, is not necessarily on the scoreboard all the time, but that's a physical game for Georgia. I do think that Brock Vandergriff coming from Georgia will probably have a, a upper hand on what Georgia's trying to do, but he's already lost his offensive coordinator that recruited him to Kentucky and is going to be playing under somebody else. So 
I, yeah, I think Georgia will probably, and I think it helps that game's early in the season, or Georgia's roster should be a bit healthier. If you're looking for a potential stumble in there that you just don't anticipate, Tennessee at home, and depending on Tennessee's schedule there, I just they have talent at Tennessee, and Heupel's offense is just not fun to play. Like in some ways, it's the similar principle to when you had to prepare for triple option kind of stuff, yeah. and uh, just that sideline to sideline. Not all teams do that. There are some principles they do, but when Tennessee has the right weapons, that's difficult to deal with. They didn't have the receivers this past season, so they'll need some guys to emerge for that game to be close. Hey, quickly, uh, I've got one minute. Uh, Georgia's combine invitees, a lot to lose, a lot to gain. Uh, is there a guy that you're really interested in seeing at the combine, or a guy or two interested in seeing the numbers? I'm interested with Lad McConkey mainly because I think that he can find his way late to the first round, if not early second. I think Marcus Rosemey Jackson is a guy that plays in the NFL for 10 years and you kind of forget about, which, I mean, we see the template for that with Chris Conley just emerging right. and playing for the 49ers in the playoffs. Most Georgia fans didn't even know he was on their team up until about three weeks ago. Yeah. And he made plays uh, in the playoffs that, that helped really almost win a Super Bowl for them. So that, that's the main ones I'd be looking at. You know, there's other really good players. Cedric Van Prant's great, but I just don't see center being a position of value. So George is going to have maybe four or five picks within the first three rounds, and then they'll fill out the back end with the rest. Total of 11 players that got invited to the combine. I think that Brock Bowers and Ladd McConkey, that's the class of what George is putting in the league this year. Yeah. And Mims, first round? Yeah, he'll be a first round pick. You just didn't see him play a lot at George. Yeah. He, just, he has a first round body, and his combine can help him. But I really think with that body, the NFL is just going to look at it and say, even if his combine is not the greatest, we'll take it because we can't find that elsewhere. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, tell me about UJ.Rivals.com. What's coming up? Yeah, we did our Film Don't Lie on Ben Urosic. So if you want to learn about the latest transfer that has announced that he's coming to Georgia, they can check out his uh, game footage from Stanford. Not a great blocking tight end, so I think that's one reason he's coming to Georgia, to try to get better at that. And then I think it would be five or six straight years that Georgia would have a tight end drafted if he gets drafted next year. Tight end you. Always look forward to it, my friend. Can't wait to uh, to do some retread stuff with you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, right, Mickey. Dane Young, UJ.Rivals.com. Happy Valentine's Day to him and his, and his Valentine's wife. Short break. We'll come back. Andrew Oliphant, Tiger Woods is back, and Waste Management was a zoo. We'll ask him about those much more after this. Do, 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 do. Hey, what you going to do when you got to pee? You're going to call Royal Flush at 238-8800. We've got your porta-potties. We've got your event trailers, too. Call Royal Flush at 864-238-8800 or visit them online at royalflushtoiletrental.com. We'll even pump your septic tank for you. Call Royal Flush because we're the king and queen of clean. So what have you got to do, 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 do? Call Royal Flush. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, Clemson's choice for great dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, fried calamari, garlic basil pesto, meatball sub, or spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays. Choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner and brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, 1310 Clemson Boulevard at the Best Western. 
Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. It's important to me to always remember why we do what we do as litigation attorneys, and that's to help people. But more specifically, it's to help people by creating a path forward after a catastrophic event. When someone walks into our office, they've likely experienced the worst day in their life. They've lost a loved one, they're catastrophically injured, or their family's falling apart. The second you walk into our office, you have personal involvement with an attorney. Our personal involvement continues until the case is concluded. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Unleash your Wi-Fi's full potential with Wi-Fi X from UpCountry Fiber. Manage devices on your network. Find and update passwords with ease. Block malicious website viruses and threats. Create guest networks and even set content and time limits by user or device. Connect, protect, and control with Wi-Fi X. Visit upcountryfiber.com forward slash Wi-Fi X to learn more and download the app today. Upcountryfiber.com forward slash Wi-Fi X. UpCountry Fiber a stronger connection. Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at lowcountrymail.com. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizin Kizumab Rizzi, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. 
Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Roar. Knocking down topics like bowling pins. Straight down the middle. No hook, no spin, no fuss. Anything more, and this becomes figure skating. We are The Roar. Lumber, remember the number, 353-5053. Harbin Lumber's got a lot of great things going on in this spring. Right now, they're installed services. This is a new deck, uh, a, a remodel on your deck, or a new screen and porch, a remodel on your screen and porch, and the railing that goes with those. Uh, you can have this completed right now. You call them today, have it completed right now for the great outdoors, and, and, and you get together and have a great spring and a great summer. HarbinLumber.com has all those that they can do for you and make it right. 706-356-4300 as well. Uh, let them show you their vision for your new deck, your new deck or your deck remodel or your screen in porch. 100 years of providing all the building materials and the installed services is a great thing. New garage doors, um, they, they do an awesome job of those things and so much more. Cabinets and, and all those installed services at Harbin Lumber. HarbinLumber.com. Harbin Lumber. Remember the number on this, 706-356-4300 or uh, great friends at harbinlumber.com. To our guest lines, we're Andrew Oliphant, the Director of Instruction at Katichi Joints. Good morning, Andy O. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning to you, Mickey. Uh, first and foremost, uh, at the waste management, huge crowds um, with great interaction with fans forever. They push the line. Uh, the, the fans crossed the line. We had snow angels in bunkers. We had fights uh, behind stands and stands. We had uh, patrons yelling at players, the players getting in arguments back with patrons. Um, any of this good? Any of it really bad? Any lasting effect? Will we see players? Will we see changes at the Waste Management next year? Are players not show up next year? What is, what's the thoughts of what you saw over the weekend? All of that, isn't it? Um, my thoughts, you know me, I'm a, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to fans, golf courses, tournaments, style of play, everything. And it's okay to push the envelope. We, we, we almost like to see it once a year, twice a year with the you know the, the famous 16th hole there. Um, but uh, it, it got out of control, didn't it? I mean, to, to get into the players a little bit and, like you said, fights, uh, alcohol sales through the roof. And, you know, now... The event organizers have to put in place something to be able to control that. You know, so it's okay to have a party and and have some fun, but uh, I think I think it got too far. It, it crossed the line for sure. In your opinion, will they have to make changes next year in order to get a field? The field was good, not great. Uh, there's so many mm. awesome parts about it that's very attractive to a lot of these guys. Um, and and to be fair to the tournament and the fans, I, I thought that 
I still think that, that players don't need to engage with fans barking at them. And, and I don't think that, you know, I don't think you – if you're Zach Johnson, you don't get up in the crowd and do those kind of things. With that said, will they have to make changes or, or will you see long-term effects of this where players just won't go anymore? Yeah, I was, I was giving it some thoughts and that's, that's where I was. I thought, well, if I was a player and I don't like that kind of style – uh, I'd just take it off the schedule. I mean, if you're a if you're a Rory McIlroy, someone who can shape their own schedule. If you're an up and coming golf professional and you're trying to make a statement on the tour, you, you might not have a choice. But uh, if you if you can create your own schedule, then for me, I'd be looking at that going. Oh, that one might be a little bit too much of a party atmosphere. I'm I'm going to scratch it. So certain characters of the game, you, you know. You mentioned Zach Johnson there. You, you've got Billy Horschel. You know, also, these are characters of the game. These are people that have been frayed and pushed to the limit. And then you know, the flip side of that is that the, the people that are focused or dialed into the game, the ones that are winning the golf tournament, they don't hear it. You know, they, they're kind of like, oh, you know, I didn't realize. You know, So there's two sides to it. This is where our mental conditioning coaches would step in and stay you know, say to you, stay in the moment kind of thing, but it's hard to do. You know, so I think the event organizers have to get something in place where, you know, how how do you control alcohol sales? I mean, you could have one guy take two beers and, you know, you start to fight jumping in the bunkers, creating all kinds of havoc, and then you could have a guy drinking all day and, and keeping himself right, you know, so it's very difficult to uh, to be able to control adult behavior at a golf tournament. Uh, and, and, and the other part is like they invited this they want to push the line they want to push the envelope they want to get right to the edge unfortunately sometimes it goes over the edge and how do you get it back and maybe do you have to go too far next time and all those things it, it will be very interesting to see hey the, the PGA Tour this week is at Riviera it is a legendary historic golf course venue for where they've had major championships iconic 10th hole and 18th holes and some of these things out this way but even more than that Tiger Woods back for his first PGA Tour event of the week. Uh, fancy in Tiger at all? What do you expect to see from Tiger and his level of play? Well, I heard a great comment that don't bet against him, you know, because once you start doing that, then he's he's going to prove you wrong. So, you know, I've I've bet against him over the over the years, you know, saying well, once he took that long break and he came back and won at East Lake and he came back and won the Masters. You, you never know with this guy, right? I mean, I know you've thrown the data and the stats at me many times, and you, you listen to that and you think, well, shoot, that's not very good. You know, he's missed cuts, withdrawn, you know, and since this injury to his leg, uh, it, it's been a, a battle for him. Um, we can't expect much from him now, really. I mean, again, I could be proved wrong, right? We could be having a conversation next week saying, hey, you know, you've written Tiger Woods off and here he is winning the golf tournament. But it makes it better for golf. It makes us better for the fans. It makes it better for for everything, really. I mean, he's, he's host this year um, as he is at uh, the Genesis event there. So he can obviously attract the... The, the big, big names, um, you know, the McElroys and you know, all the people around him that will make it a, a great event this week. What do you do with Scotty Scheffler? Scotty Scheffler comes to you, Andrew Oliphant, and goes, man, I'm, I'm just the, the inside six-feet game, the inside four-feet game, like these little chip, these, these uh, layups, these bunnies. 
is, has been a factor for him now. And, he, and as good as he is in so many other aspects of his game, obviously he's a human. He's got issues somewhere. What do you do with, with, with Scotty Shuffer? Well, it's interesting. So Somebody sent me a video. I'm naming no names, and I'm watching the foot action, and I'm like, oh, okay, what do, what do I do with this? You know, and then I'm watching Scotty Scheffler on the television and sliding around like he's on ice. And, I mean, you you steer him in the right direction. You know, we used to have a, a line that, you know, with some of these junior players. Uh, and just as a side note, Mr. 57 last week, you know, he was one of our students down there at the academy at Bradenton. But when you get somebody as good as that, and you, you, you know, we were always like, hey, you know, stay out the way, just channel them, organize them, and let them do their thing. And and you know, if I was looking at Scotty Scheffler, uh, that's kind of where I'd direct it. And uh, he missed a few short ones. Uh, you mentioned there that the field was great, but there was some names that weren't so great. Uh, one of my golf club members came and said, huh, I didn't know anybody in the field. I said, well, you watch Scotty Scheffler rise to the top in the next few days. And I put the television on Saturday afternoon, and there he is at the top of the leaderboard. So, you know, the cream always rises. And um, he didn't, you know, it's tough. You can't win every week. But I would stay stay out of his way, keep him in his lane, and, and uh, just wait for him to perform. And, and these guys are getting ready for the Masters in April as well. So uh, that would be my plan with him. It would be easy. Uh, I, I accidentally, I don't know if I sent it to you, uh, I posted, I'm in my tartan pajamas, by the way, when I put this on on, uh, on a website that we use, a teaching website that we use, and it's awful right now, buddy. I can't, uh, I can't keep it between the hazards right now. I'm trying to keep it between the white, the white, the um, out of bounds markers right now, and it's pretty easy to see why that thing's awful. That swing's awful right now. We we can get that cleaned up. <clears throat> There's a lot to do, buddy. I mean, you're you're in a miracle business, I guess, because it's bad. It's it's. I tell you what, it is. It's embarrassing. I played <laughs> my last five rounds of golf. You're, you're throwing yourself under the bus here, Mickey. I was naming no names, and now you're coming forward. Well, saying, hey, it was me. We're all about buses here. Uh. Uh, true story. I, I played three times last week because my, my family was out of town. And, and at the end, I played three times with one guy. And I said, man, to be honest with you, there's one word for this. I am embarrassed about the way I hit the golf ball right now. Well, what, what, uh, in summary, uh, I got some foot issues. I mean, some uh, balance issues, foot issues. I've got some uh, – I got a lot of issues. But if you had to say – I mean, I know you sent me a great video back, by the way, that really helped me. Oh, oh I'll tell you what a head case I am. When you sent it back to me, I just noticed it. I'm on the third hole walking down the fairway behind my push cart, and I'm I'm watching your video lessons. I'm trying that the rest of the day without hitting any range balls. So, pretty cool. Yeah, that, that, that's what it's all about. Just a little little nugget that gives you a feel. Um, but it, it's interesting, right? Because the the, the modern world now, you know, Scheffler's a great example how his footwork works and. Justin Thomas is another one, how players push into the ground to try and get the ground to push back. And, you know, one message I would send to, to a lot of people is if you play golf in your golf shoes, practice in your golf shoes. Yeah. You know, or practice even barefoot, you know. So yeah. if, you, if you're working on these, you know, sometimes the sneakers, your know, tennis shoes, they offer too much, you know, roll on the ankle and then the ground pressure and then you go out and play golf in a different shoe and yeah. it can feel different. You know, so if you're hitting balls, um, 
just just get something that supports that ankle a little bit more. You look at players of, of 20 years ago in the old leather foot joy type shoe, you know, there was a weight to that shoe and a lot of people liked it. You know, now golf shoes are super lightweight and feet are moving all around. And, and again, you might put me under the spotlight and say, well, what about Scotty Scheffler? It's like, yeah, he's, well, he's unique. Yeah, that's an elite. That's a once in a. That's the outlier for all that. Hey, what's going on? What do people need to know about you? Your junior stuff. Um, how can they reach you? What all's going on? Because you're not only helping me, but you're helping a lot of folks. Yeah, we're staying busy. Um, you know, the, the people are anxious to the start of the season. We're getting some nicer weather coming through. Um, you know, on a, on a trending note with Katichi, we're, we're rebranding. We're Katichi Ranch, so we've got uh, some new things on the on the horizon to improve the golf course, the facility, my training academy, and, um, you know, some, some good things. So we're staying busy and we're just excited to, to get things going with the start of the season. So we've got blue skies and de-layering. We're still, we're still a little bit woolly jumper out there, but we're, we're slowly getting there. And, um, you know, the exciting times at Katichi Ranch. Yeah. Uh, new branding. Is it still Andrew at Katichi or is the, is the website? Uh, it uh, is. Okay. Andrew at I haven't quite Katichi. changed it to the Andy Orbit yet, but Andrew at Katichi.com. I told people I'm the only person to call you that. People, When other people recognize that and call you that, now that means the marketing's working. Andy O. See? There we go. See? Andrew at Katichi.com. The best, brother. Let's review Tiger Review Riviera when we visit next week. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks again, Mickey. Andrew Oliphant, Andrew at Katichi.com. We'll take a break. Final segment with Facts and Children's and Mickey Plotter right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. When it comes to legal advice, Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, is here to help. As a former state prosecutor, Nick Lavery's been fighting for Tiger fans for over 24 years. Whether you're hurt on the job, in an accident, charged criminally, or need assistance with your real estate closing, Nick Lavery is here for you. Call him today for your free consultation at 864-654-3680 or visit nicklaverylaw.com. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate. Our team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now, but let's not forget about the super fresh margaritas, ice cold cerveza, and over 80 tequilas that are served up daily from behind our high energy bar, with happy hour on weekdays starting at 4 p.m. The owners, all local Upstate dudes, love hosting the Willie Taco Fiesta for our amazing guests. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco Familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. Just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. 
And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is, a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope, you won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there. And the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply five pounds times five years of doing nothing. You're another 25 plus pounds overweight if you don't stop right now and call PhD. For more info, go to the website at myphdweightloss.com. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. What makes tree care in the upstate different than other parts of the country? In Greenville, Anderson, Easley area, we have a lot of bugs and disease. We have a long growing season, so there's lots of opportunity for bugs to attack our trees and shrubs and and different cycles for different bugs. But we're seeing really good results with keeping up with the programs to take care of our trees and shrubs. Leave it to Schneider Tree Care. It's moving day, and Tiger Moving Company is here to help. Skip the headache. Hire the professionals with the right tools for your move. They're a clean-cut and reliable team, pack and assemble furniture seamlessly. So all you have to do is make yourself at home. To top this all off, they even start and stop the clock at your house, charging you a flat hourly rate. No rounding up. Call today at 908-9028 or email tigermoving at gmail.com to make your next move with Tiger Moving Company. An hour of your day could mean a lifetime for a fellow Clemson fan in need. When you donate blood with The Blood Connection, you're directly impacting the lives of your neighbors, local patients right here in the upstate. The need for blood is never ending, so we hope you'll join us in this critical mission of saving lives and roll up your sleeves and donate. Just head to thebloodconnection.org donate to find a blood drive near you and save lives today. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non habit forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil Nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Well, that's what we're here for, to get you out of your sports glass case of emotion. You're welcome. We are the Roar. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun and change in the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Final segment of the day. Where does day go? Facts. We did some win game totals, did some combine stuff, did some college basketball stuff in hour one. It's like, well, there it goes. There's the show. 
Um, I, this is a very interesting text on an Adams and Co. roofing text line. And I want to get a younger person's perspective on this. And please feel free to, to counterpoint this or to point out the uh, opposite stance here. But 5055 says, I'm tired of all the chaos. Waste management was another example. Sports and society, I guess. So, facts, in case you didn't see it, because I know you don't watch the PJ Tour a lot. Last week, the waste management has 280,000 people come to it a day, and there's a lot of alcohol and people partying. You had uh, fights in the stands, behind the stands. You had players yelling at, at, at um, um, patrons and back and forth. You had uh, a guy that ran out and did a snow angel in the bunker. Like, just crazy stuff. And, and they'll, they'll have to get in control of that. But the point I think the texture's making and that I do see is that now in almost every aspect of life, from a, a, more, more social media than almost anything else, is that there has to be something outlandish because we're so desensitized to anything that would have been big. We're fighting for attention. And so anything that would have been big a few years ago is not big anymore. And to get people's attention on social media, uh, to get any kind of uh, play at all, it's got to be above and beyond. Um, 25 years ago, someone walks down, the, you know, like, like you go to Bourbon Street. Have you ever been to Bourbon Street in New Orleans? One time. Okay. So, you know, like you got a guy, uh, the first guy comes out and he's walking down the street and he's got a, a pink and purple um big afro wig on and people kind of look at him a little bit and then you know he's there a few times you walk you've been in bourbon street two or three times you go out and you don't notice the guy anymore so then the guy's got the roller skates with the suspenders and no shirt on with a with a eight foot long boy constrictor wrapped around his neck and so you then you see it you go oh yeah i seen him and then you see it two or three times in a row you go now nah. and then, then you got a guy the guy got to go on stilts juggling uh swords on stilts or something the point is that like it's a great example. You get desensitized. If you're just like a little bit weird on Bourbon Street, I don't even notice you. Like you've got to do something way above and way beyond. You've got to be like Lady Gaga looking like singing better than Lady Gaga, but doing it uh, on stilts with a shirt that says something controversial as well. Or barely scoring. And, and now I'll go, oh, yeah, she got my attention through that. My point is that like we're so desensitized to even the bizarre now that it's got to be extra bizarre that that now just a video of what we might have looked at four or five years ago of some great play it's not even about the great play anymore it's got to be a fight in the stands now like on a monday morning of after watching nfl over the weekend you'll it's not the fact that the seahawks beat the broncos and and russell wilson threw a pick six at the end of the game that's not it anymore now it's got to be about something that happened in the parking lot and some there's a big, huge brawl out or some Buffalo Bills fans to having the uh, breaking tables or something. And so the point there is like the game's not even good enough anymore. It's got to be more. It's got to be sensationalized. Any of that makes sense to a young person, Faxon? Yeah, it does make sense. And once again, obviously, I've admitted multiple times that I'm more of a casual when it comes to things like this. But I would I would think that you're pretty on base for 95% of that. You, you you like the game. I like the game of golf. I like the game. I love the game of golf. It's a little boring to me to watch. Well, That's not always golf. My... Like the NFL. Yeah. The college basketball. Sports in general. Right. So, so, so the story last week in college basketball, 
wasn't that Clemson beat North Carolina or that the story last night like Pittsburgh beats Virginia or Syracuse beats North Carolina. Whatever. The story is that Kelvin Sampson storms the court and gets in an argument with the referee like you've never seen before. Or some coach makes some statement and goes off on a reporter. And, or, that's, and that's always going to take the spotlight too. Right. That, that fan, Or there's a fan in the stands that streaks on the court or whatever. And the point is like it's not even about the game now. You know, the the Super Bowl, and I'm guilty of this, but the Super Bowl and, and the Taylor Swift stuff I get, but the, the Super Bowl is not about the overtime. It's about that Travis Kelsey yelled at Andy Reid because we've seen overtimes before. We've seen overtimes in Super Bowls before. But now we're going to see a, one of the two best players in the game yelling at one of the best coaches in the history of the league, and, like, that's a big deal. Texture said, or like David Tepper throwing ice on a fan. I don't even know what happened in the Jacksonville Jaguar Carolina Panthers game can't name a single thing that happened in the game but I do know that when the the Panthers went down to Jacksonville the owner threw ice on a fan so and, and Texas makes another great point this is from 8891 bad news makes headlines nobody cares about good news unfortunately yeah I've mentioned this many times like the the air traffic controller we don't know who it is when 50,000 planes a year a day land safely don't consider it. One plane has to land on I-75 outside of Atlanta, and it's all over my social media everywhere because we don't normally see planes land on interstates. So that's where sports is. And that's not sports. That's society. But I like breaking down, like, how many times did – what was their blitz percentage, you know? What, what, what was their – on third down – How'd the strategy work out? Texture said, it's, it's happening in, in action movies too. More and more fighting and more and more extreme car chases. Yes, because we've seen Fast and Furious 1. So Fast and Furious 2 or 3 or 4 or 5 or 6 or 7. They've got to do more. It's got to be bigger. This is the soap operas are guilty of this. The Friday cliffhanger this week's got to be bigger than the Friday cliffhanger last week. We're, we're desensitized. It's not that Dak Prescott threw a pick. It's that what's Dak Prescott and his girlfriend doing. You know, it's not that LeBron James wins a championship or or but what is LeBron James saying about Jay-Z or what is LeBron James saying about uh, a policeman? You know, like it's not just about the game anymore, the shooting percentage. How many points did he score? How many rebounds? Honest to goodness, when I just started the show 25 years ago, and this sounds crazy. <laughs> now, to be fair, the Braves were at the highlight. And the Braves are, are, are every bit as good now as they were then. But we do an entire hour on the game last night. Yeah. Smoltz went eight and a third. He struck out 11. Chipper Jones got went, had two doubles. They didn't walk Chipper in the eighth. And it was a strategy that, that failed for the Padres. And that that Andrew Jones uh, made the diving catch to save the, a run in the fifth, and that was a turning point. We do an entire hour on a Braves game. A, a Braves, let me, let me set this right, a Braves regular season game. I feel like the more and more negative headlines and the more and more stories we get about things that aren't related to the game and aren't related to sports just worsens the problem, if that makes no sense. Doubt. Because, I mean, the, this isn't, 
as complicated as it seems, the negative headlines get clicks. They get attention. The media's outlets and these you know companies, their goal is to generate as much revenue for their yeah. company as possible. So if you have content that's going to be able, even if it's a hit piece, which is what Philly and New York media, all those guys up north are far worse than the companies about it down here. Yeah. But up north, hit pieces are a very common thing. 100%. Happens in the, to the quarterbacks of teams, to your ace pitcher, you know, whatever media market that may be. There's a lot of negativity. So, I mean, that's just become more and more common because people know that it's going to get attention. How many times did you see what Travis Kelsey wore walking into the Super Bowl the other day? Like four times. I said, And they showed Taylor Swift. I know that it was only for a total of a minute, but it felt like they kept going back to her time and time again. That's what sports is now. What? It's, it's, oh, who is he dating and, you know, what what is he wearing and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, I've heard less analysis about the actual Super Bowl an this year more than anything Super else. Bowl. Yeah, it was an overtime Super Bowl, and it was genuinely not a good game for the most part, but the fourth quarter and overtime were about Fantastic. as good as it's been. Yeah, The strategy of it, where's Mahomes in, in the history of the game and, and, and his, his legacy there, and and uh, the idea that, you know, do you take the ball in overtime or not, and, and do you kick it, or, or you know, the controversial fourth downs and, and third down conversions and big plays, and strategy of, of uh you know the quarterbacks and, and, and how all that worked out and there's a lot in there but it's that that doesn't that doesn't sell now you would think like I, I just remember even five years ago eagles won the super bowl i mean the philly special was talked about for a month right that was like a big thing and that's as recently as 2017 now i won't say that mahomes had like a similar they'd already won two super bowls and it was a different situation so it didn't mean as much but at the same time, like, the Philly special happened in the first half and got that extensive coverage. This was a walk-off in overtime to win the Super Bowl, yep. and I feel like people aren't really even breaking down yep. the play call, you know, how the coverage was aligned. Like, even five years ago, all of that was hyper-analyzed after a Super Bowl. I, I guess we just live in a different world now. The, all right, so from the Super Bowl on Sunday, if you, if you just did a search of the, the hot – names or the or the most searched or the stickiest social media whatever i would say that mahomes would be in that top 10 i'd say that kelsey would be in that top 10 but among the other things the top 10 would have been taylor swift would have been usher would have been um uh, you know controversy whatever you know it's about those things rather than the players itself and the game itself. Crazy. Brad Hughes, my also agent. I'm a good hands for Brad Hughes, two nine two three zero zero one. I told you. Facts, I don't know if you see my car there. I hit a deer the other day. Oh, yeah, I talked to you about this the other day. And, and uh, so I'm going through all that. Uh, he's been great. I will tell you this. It's great having him on my side and Allstate on my side. I love what he's done for me. Brad Hughes at Allstate.com. Call him, two nine two three zero zero one. I haven't made many claims, but when I do, it's where he really shines and helping us through all of that. Brad Hughes at Allstate.com. Skip the music, buddy. Two-minute drill. What do you have for me? Two-minute drill. Two giant basketball games tonight in the state of South Carolina. Three, if you want to extend it to Furman, who takes on VMI. They should handle business there. Bob Ritchie and Co. starting to play better in Greenville. But talking about Clemson and South Carolina, South Carolina 12-point underdogs on the road at Auburn. Number 11 versus number 13. South Carolina actually ranked higher in the AP poll. The metrics prefer Auburn. Vegas prefers Auburn. I think Auburn rolls tonight against the Gamecocks, but it would be a huge resume boost for South Carolina and Clemson, really, if the Gamecocks were able to get it done. And then, obviously, 7 p.m., Little John Coliseum, ESPN2, mute the TV, turn on Don and Tim on the call at 7 p.m. Clemson versus Miami, it's a big one, Mickey. 
Love it. Big game for sure. Appreciate everything you did. Great job there. Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com for all real estate needs. Get in touch. Eric Newton.com for real estate service. Everything you need in Clemson, he's got it. He's got it taken care of. Again, a name you can trust. I know you're going to love it. It's Eric Newton.com. My two-minute drill. Uh, three words for you, Faction Childress. Pitchers and catchers. Anytime you hear that, you know it. Pitchers and catchers. Reporting today, spring is upon us. Let me thank uh, uh, Dane Young, UJ.Rivals.com, Andrew Oliphant, Facts and Children's. Up next, John and Brad. Have a wonderful day. More importantly, tune in tomorrow. We'll see you right here on the radio. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be